Good afternoon, everyone. Sorry, my live is a little later. I had patients this morning. So I'm super excited to announce I'm opening up new groups for the next week um, for the Glucose Mastermind. So if you'd like to join, please see the link that will be uh, done after this live. So again, I'm super excited to be here. I wanted to share with you five different things that you can learn and what I've learned about wearing a CGM. I have one here goes on the back of your upper arm, doesn't hurt. Trust me, I'm adverse to pain. So, but I really want to speak to my journey and learning about my own metabolic health and um, I'm not diabetic, never been pre-diabetic, nor even close to being pre-diabetic, but I did learn some really interesting things that were occurring and challenging myself to see, you know, what foods would be better. Maybe there's um, differences in oatmeal and different things. So we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, we know a CGM is a continuous glucose monitor. This one is a Freestyle Libre 2. And there's different ones on the market that you can utilize, typically reserved for those who are type 2 diabetic or type 1 diabetic that require insulin. Um, anyone can be prescribed these. They're very helpful, especially in the pre-diabetic world or someone who's more insulin resistant, because we are going to try to avert the diagnosis of type 2 diabetes. And that's really the big key here. Um, sometimes people may really struggle. They can't figure out why their, for example, A1C that they had tested is closing in on 5.7, which puts you into that pre-diabetic mode, but their fasting blood sugar is always fine. And their doctor's like, you're fine. Uh, well, we're going to learn about the CGM and the data that can be provided and how it's really important to hone in on what actually is going on. So basically these are the CGM, number one is you get personalized insight into your glucose levels, right? So you get the capture the data 24 seven. So while you're sleeping, while you're exercising, while you're eating, after eating, all those different things. So all of that can be taken into account and you can learn about um, how foods and exercise and stress, lack of sleep, really affect your body in real time. And what I have found very, very helpful is this makes a huge difference in behavior change because I'm not telling you what to eat. Your body is just saying, this is what happens when you eat the donut. This is what happens when you eat broccoli. And what's really interesting is your response to your body just giving you this data. So it's just data. It's not a failure. It's no judgment. It's just this is where your body's at, and this is what your body does. This is what your body prefers. I still believe a whole food plant-based diet is best for everyone, even especially if you're insulin resistant. And really learning and understanding, people get understand that it's not the carbohydrate component that we're worried about. Yes, there are refined carbs and different things like and sugars. Yes, that's an issue. But as far as fruit, certain fruit. Um, you know, a less ripe banana versus a banana. What does that do? Uh, you know, uh, grow oats or steel cut oats versus rolled oats or instant oats. So even in the realm of a plant-based diet, there's some things that we might want to be paying attention to. So this allows us to give very tailored management of your specific needs and maybe some other foods that you should highlight more than others. Doesn't mean you have to avoid all foods or certain foods, but maybe strategize on the order of foods, um, what to do if your blood sugar bumps up. Again, so many fascinating and interesting things. Um, for me, number two would be, you know, you're optimizing your nutritional choices. So because of the immediate feedback, and you can see over time what happens, I have learned a few different things. And so 
<laughs> uh, I think the first lesson I learned was a few years ago when I wore this for the first time. And it was that basically rolled oats made my blood sugars go up to like 165, which was quite shocking and still within a normal range. But I was like, what in the world is going on? But then I went to steel cut oats and it barely bumped to like 125. And I replayed that same experiment a few times and it absolutely is true. So I try to avoid the rolled oats and stick to the more less processed oats, the steel cut oats. I like uh, oat groats, but they take a long time to cook and they're just not quite as enjoyable for me. Um, so I stick to steel cut when I eat those. And then I looked at what smoothies did because you would think, oh, it's liquid food and it's going to be raise your blood sugar real high. It depends on the speed, right? So I have a ton of greens. I have broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage along with strawberries, banana, blueberry, cherries, pineapple um, in my smoothie every morning with soy milk. And what I noticed in which I've been teaching with patients is that you need to spread it out over half an hour at least because that's a lot of food. It's a lot of it's the amount of food that can be delivered to your body in a very quick and quick sense when you drink it, right? So it's not that the foods are the issue, it's the rate of consumption. <laughs> so in a liquid form. So what happens when I drink it under five minutes, six minutes, I'm talking about 32 ounces of smoothie, it'll bump up above 150. But if I spread it out, it barely hits 110. So again, some great lessons to learn. Um, and, you know, the other pieces to what's happening with as far as like exercise, we'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so what that allows is an enhanced metabolic control, right? So what we'll see is blood sugars will improve. Maybe you're not getting these big spikes because now you're avoiding the, the white bread that you always thought was okay or that bagel. Um, or maybe you can switch from the white bagel to a whole grain bagel and you don't see that difference. Maybe it's um, you were always struggling because you love Starbucks, London fogs like I do. And London fogs have vanilla pump in them. And you know that's not good. But when you see your blood sugar spike to 170, 180, you're less likely to do that. Or maybe you have them remove the vanilla spike. You can still enjoy your London fog, but it tastes a little, maybe a little differently. But you learn to say, hey, this works great for me because now my blood sugar has barely hit 110 or 120. So again, just some ideas for you to understand you just start making better decisions. The other piece that was really interesting is when you think you're hungry, but your body is still processing all that food. So then you just, it's a prompt to look at, am I really hungry? When's the last time I ate? Maybe you ate an hour ago, but you're bored or it's three o'clock and you always take a snack then, but you really don't need it. And it kind of makes it easier because it gives you space and time and makes you mindful of what your body's actually doing. And that allows you to sit back and make an educated decision. I mean, you know what? I'm actually not hungry. I'm just bored. Let's go for a walk instead. Or maybe I'll do some squats or play with the dog or something else, right? Call my friend. Do something different outside of consuming food that you just don't need, especially if you're struggling to lose weight. Um, the other thing is here is that that really allows us to understand the difference um, of you have control, you know, you can enhance your metabolic control. For example, um, when you look at fat consumption, so sometimes I'll have patients say, you know, I'm eating a whole food plant-based diet all week, but on the weekends, 
I'm just going to let loose. Or maybe they go out once a week to their favorite restaurants full of oil. And even if it's vegan, it's saturated fats and, you know, or they're eating um, something that's more processed over a period of time. What you'll see is blood sugars stay high for a longer period of time. And it may take a day or two to get back down into the glycemic range or the control that you were seeing earlier in the week. And so it may take two or three days based on your insulin resistance, amount of exercise, your muscle, all that to see exactly an improvement in your blood sugar again. So it makes you again mindful. So we're just engaging the mind with what's actually going on in the body. So there's this mind body connection. And honestly, the one thing too, I love data. So this is again, just data, it's no judgment, but it's data-driven lifestyle modification. So this may encourage someone to actually engage in more exercise. So let's say if we see blood sugars that are trending higher after eating a meal, you know, if you wait 30 minutes after your last bite, you go for a 10, 15 minute walk and it doesn't have to be anything, you know, highly exertional, but what you'll see is a trend down in your blood sugar. And then you might bounce up a little bit if you quit walking, but at least it's down lower than it would be. Or maybe blood sugar is running a little high before you go to bed at night. And again, maybe you go for a walk um, and then your blood sugar will trend lower overnight, which gives you a lower blood sugar the next morning, which sets you up for lower blood sugars to the rest of the next day. So again, these are just lifestyle modifications. One thing I really wanted to share in one of my experiences recently was I had stopped eating by, I think, 530 in the evening and we had sat down to watch band of brothers. I think it was, yeah, it was a world war two, like TV series. And I don't know, I get, I get sucked in. <laughs> I probably could be hypnotized very easily. But I get sucked into the movies and I, I start looking at uh, more world war two history. Cause I love world war two history and just the, just amazing things that happen there. People just overcoming such diversity anyway. So emotionally get truly involved. And when the series was done or that particular episode, I went to bed my normal time. I was not been ill or anything else. My blood sugars tend to run in the low seventies, even upper sixties overnight. And what I found was the next morning when I, you know, checked my data, my blood sugar trended upwards all the way through midnight. And in the middle of the night, I actually woke up dreaming about the band of brothers and I don't recall what time I woke up, but what was interesting was after midnight, my blood sugar just went down back to where its normal baseline was. The only thing I can think of was the stress mentally, I guess, that I had basically given myself by watching this World War II episodes. And so I, I think it really speaks to stress. I do have other um, colleagues who have noted that same thing. With patients, live data, like they start speaking about a family member that someone is struggling with and they'll see blood sugars go from 120 to 300 in the span of 15 minutes. And so that stress is really, really important. And it doesn't mean that we need to remove all stress because that's life, right? Stress has, there's life. If you don't have sad, you can't, you don't know what happy is. You can't just be like this all the time. You will never find happiness all the time. You're just not. If you can seek happiness, but then you'll be disappointed because you're never going to quite get there, right? It's, it's the journey of life and understanding. I mean, that's a different mindset piece, but the stress is so important. Are you sleeping enough? Maybe you have undiagnosed sleep apnea. 
you know, so many things that can be relating to why your blood sugars are staying higher. Anyway, um, but, you know, again, this just provides a proactive health management, right? It can enhance your longevity if you improve your uh, metabolic uh, profile, it um, decreases your risk for chronic disease. It'll help navigate your chronic disease if you have type 2 diabetes or prediabetes or if you're insulin resistant. Um, but anyway, there's just so much to be learned. And that's why I started the Glucose Mastermind. I've got my beta group going. We've met twice. It's been absolutely fascinating. And the way it works is you can sign up on the link below that will be live here on my post here on Instagram, or you'll see it here on YouTube or Facebook. And I do have a waiting list of around 75. Um, so we're sending that to them as well via email. And if you click the link below, like I said, I'm only keeping this open for seven days. And when I'm full, I'm done. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to do too many people. And um, yeah, so I will prescribe the CGM to your local pharmacy and that uh, price does not include the CGM. You'll have to buy that yourself separately, uh, the, anywhere between $40 to $130 per month. And oops, got a phone call. Um, so sorry, guys, got a phone call. I was just relaying that I don't provide the cost of the CGM. That's a separate cost and Costco CDS tend to have the lower cost ones. Anyway, and then I can see your data. I can send you reports. We all get to meet together and discuss it and learn from each other and uh, share with you. I may not wear the CGM the whole time, um, but these will meet twice a month for three months. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and no, you can't join just for a month. You can join for three months or, you know, uh, make an appointment with me and I'll be happy to um, talk to you about um, if you need a CGM or not or desire one. That's a, maybe a separate issue, but we wouldn't meet as the group, which is actually where the learning is really good. Um, we talk about how berberine is very helpful. And most recently, we talked about um, how people are losing weight now because they're being mindful of what they're eating. And so, again, this is just super duper helpful information for someone who's really struggling. Um, but you can click the link below or go to Dr. Marbus. Click up on the top where it says Glucose Mastermind. We will leave this open for seven days or close it down sooner if I fill up. And again, I am hope to see you there. And it's been a lot of fun. So I will see you guys back tomorrow. And thank you for being here. All right. Oops.